Hi, everybody. I am Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 220 of Silence in a Year, along with three quarters of Alicia. It's because the camera. Who's not on the screen? Oh, all of Alicia, (laughs) and now three quarters of layperson Lisa. As we back it up, there we go. And um, Alicia, take it away. So the the um, the title is Contempla- contemplative spirit, and the word is example. Mm-hmm. And Cardinal Sarah here is echoing um, Saint John Paul II, where he declared that Mary's example enables the church better to appreciate the value of silence because she was very contemplative. We took we've talked in the past um, couple of episodes about how mary was quiet and she she teaches us to um to be contemplative to be um to meditate to to stand quietly to be obedient to do all of that and he's saying that she's teaching the church right she's the mother of the church and she's teaching us how to do that because when we're contemplative and we're we're quiet. So contemplative to me is sitting quietly with Jesus, meditating on His Word, um, opening my heart to hear what He's trying to tell me. Well, that's what Mary did all along, and this is an example. So He's telling me He's saying that she is she's her witness enables us to appreciate a spiritual rich silence. And so she again, she's our model, and we've talked about it before. Is mm-hmm. she? She te- she's our example to do that. Absolutely, Lisa. Uh, just uh, also talks about how um, Mary's silence is a wise capacity for embracing a single gaze of faith, and um, how we need to keep our eyes focused on. Jesus instead of what the events of uh, events of the earth are and that's not even right but okay well of his earthly life okay right yeah, yeah, it's okay. funny because that was, didn't make sense but well okay. well it, it, it uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't know well that's one of the things that I, I highlighted that right? right this gaze of faith at the mystery of the word made man and the events of his earthly life and I think so often we can um, look at the moment that that Christ died right as the as the singular moment but as i was listening to ewtn my source of catholicism folks is talking about it's it's all of jesus's life right that really um speaks to us and shows us the truth of who he is and how he reveals the father and so yeah just 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 that image of who jesus is in the entirety of his life um, it's really very, very powerful if you think about it. And we could spend a lot of time. So is there, um, is there a difference between um, meditation and contemplation in y'all's book? Contemplation is, I think, more faith-centered, whereas meditation is more secular. Right. Like meditation is concentrating like on um, a word or trying to keep your mind empty, where contemplation is filling your, your, your mind and heart with Jesus. Right. I, I like that. So there's, I, I think contemplation is a deeper level yeah. of, of prayer um, that we can enter into. So I encourage you to read some more on, on what it means to be contemplative. I had someone the other day ask me for some more books, which I have to get together for them. But there are a lot of um, contemplative saints in, in the church's rich history uh, that you could read about. Some that are really too deep for me to wrap my head around, ladies. A lot of the Carmelites, like St. Right. Teresa of Avila and St. John of the Cross, they're really um, deep contemplatives. Yeah, and deep being the operative word there. But I think a... if you read The Fulfillment of All Desire, I think that right. book really simplifies the Carmelite um, 
cont contemplative life and it makes it a lot easier and um, more relatable, I think. So the fulfillment of all desires by... Ralph Martin. Ralph Martin. And Alicia, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, you know, when when you talk about the contemplative life, it was a lot of these Carmelites that went about doing things just out of joy because they saw that, regardless of how hard life was, they felt the joy because of the love that they had for Jesus because they, they contemplated on the the mystery, right? His His life, his death his resurrection, all of his passion, they were so centered on that, that no matter what happened in their life, they could sit with that joy in that contemplative spirit. It's funny because um, Monsignor Barrett, who was my former pastor here at St. Joseph's in Hampton, uh, he's retired now. can't believe you did that to me. Just kidding, Monsignor, because I know he's listening. <laughs> and uh, uh, he, had, he, he will go and help the uh, poor Claire's out in Barnesville, which is uh, maybe 30 miles from here. And uh, he had sent me an email, and so I actually uh, emailed Mother today and said, hey, I'd love to help out with that oration. Uh, I believe that's what you need help with. And she, like, called me back five minutes later. Nice. So it was kind of neat to talk to her about doing that because they, uh, they have a need for benediction on Thursdays and Sundays. And they have a deacon who's doing it, but he can't always be there. So I'm excited about maybe getting to go up there because I've never been up there. And to, uh, you know, celebrate uh, benediction uh, with the sisters, it's going to be right. And, and she's mother said, I needed to come early so I could learn from the sacristan what I need to do. <laughs> so I better make sure I do that. You well, were going to say something? Right. So you think about the contemplation, just, and so th this is the picture that I just got in my mind is as we sit in adoration, mm. think about the Blessed Mother standing at the foot of the cross, seeing her son be crucified. And that contemplative spirit, that's the spirit that we should go into adoration with mm -hmm. and just sit there and adore the Blessed Sacrament just like the Blessed Mother did to her son. Yeah, it's really interesting that you said that because so often when I am in adoration, and it doesn't really matter where the church is because most Catholic churches have a crucifix in them, mm -hmm. and it's usually somewhere behind the altar where you can see it. And so you've got the crucifix and then you have the real presence of Christ in, in the Blessed Sacrament, the Eucharist. And I, I, I find myself, you know, kind mm -hmm. of gazing between, you know, both of those um, uh, beautiful, beautiful person of Jesus dying on the cross and then made present to us in the Eucharist so that we may be received into him. That's an important point. Okay. When we receive Jesus, we're actually being received into him. Lisa, you were going to say something. Well, and I think we can also, um, like sometimes I just, in, in adoration, I also will imagine myself like as like Mary, um, not Ma Mary, um, the mother of God, but the other Mary who just sat at Jesus's feet. Mm -hmm. And then um, it was kind of cool. I had like a recent experience where I, w I, I was doing that. And then... Um, it's kind of like how they depict Jesus in the chosen when he like comes down to the the level of the people. So like then he like came like so instead of me just like like Jesus appeared, I'm sitting down here and like he came down like face to face. It was um it was a, it was a very powerful moment in adoration. So. And and that's exactly what he does, Lisa. He does mm -hmm. come face to face. He always comes and meets us where we are. He met Peter where he was on numerous occasions, and he'll do the same thing for us. But I think the question is, is the word for today is example. Are we living out that same example in our own lives? Are we coming down to meet people where they are? I asked the question the other day to a group. I said, you know, uh, how often do you look at someone and you believe something about them? 
because you're judging them. And then when you actually get to know them, you find out that what you believed about them wasn't actually true. Mm-hmm. And, and so I would encourage us to get to know people, to, to come down to wherever they are, whatever that looks like or means, and just meet them face to face and get to know who they are. Because as you get to know who they are, I think what will be revealed is their human dignity right that god has created in them because that's what we're supposed to see any other thoughts ladies we are so so was so was that your takeaway question uh sure that was my takeaway (laughs) question okay can you repeat that i don't remember what i said (laughs) are are you are you see are you seeing are you living by the example that jesus has set for each one of us how's that and coming down to people wherever they are and meeting them let's pray in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit Amen. Amen. amen lord Help us to always look to you and guide us by the power of your Holy Spirit to see each and every person the way you see them. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 You got me on that one, Alicia. Bye. Bye. See you.